Good evening. Uh, good afternoon. This is John Rosenberg. Our uh, topic today is going to be the, uh, the Zionist stronghold in the U.S. government. Uh, as you guys know, uh, the Zionists have come out of Germany uh, back in the early 1900. Uh, you know, if you heard of Karl Marx, um, the Rothschild, they all Zionist Jews. Um, if you heard of the Belfort Declaration, uh, that was implemented by the, the Zionists to take the land of Palestine back in the early t uh, early 1900 um the british was doing that co-sign on it because um at that time they was losing the war according to what i've read uh against the german the german was winning so they had to bring the they was bringing america in just so they can take o they can beat the german consequently the, the german refused and they end up losing the war and that was the catalyst of that war, the the Belfort Declaration. That was a catalyst of the state of Israel that was created back in 1948. Ever since then, the Zionist Jews have been very prominent in the media. Even though a lot of time you don't hear about them in the media, uh, you know, because they're so high profile, <clears throat> they have a tendency of staying in the back in the background. But even Nixon spoke about it. The other president have spoke about it in private. Because they 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 know that the whatever Israel want Israel get, so the the, the Zionist Jews for 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 many years for the past century have been very prominent in the U.S. Um, politics and religion also. Those who study religion, and those of us who study politics like myself, and I didn't go to college, but that's a that's another topic by itself. But the thing is, I did read a lot about the Belfort Declaration <clears throat> that was passed by the Prime Minister, uh, the British Prime Minister back in um, 1922. Um, it was mandated uh, to uh, create a state of Israel. Now, think about this for a second. You look at Germany, right? Germany had a great, um, a great um, army. They had great economics in World War One. And after World War One, they won the war handily, and then they put embargoes, mostly America and England and France. They put embargo against Germany. A lot of people like to be; they have, to, they always want to hit on Hitler. But think, ask yourself this question: If you was in this position, your country have won a war, and then they put embargo against your country, and Hitler was not a dictator; he was voted into the parliament. Unlike Castro, when Castro took over Cuba. He took a uh, coup d'etat. He overtook the Batista regime. But unlike um, Hitler, he didn't take over like that. He was voted into a parliament when he became powerful. And the Zionist Jew at that time, they were supporting him. If you look at all his background, if you read and do some research, you'll find that the Zionist Jews was behind him. And the Vatican was behind Hitler. They financed Hitler. The Vatican financed Hitler. And most people don't know that. They financed finance Hitler. And he had to go to the Vatican and meet with the Pope, you know. So most people don't know about the about those uh, facts. Those are facts. You can look it up yourself. But the thing is, the Zionist Jews have a stronghold. They're like a python squeezing the hell out of the U.S. government. The U.S. government, as you know it, they don't make no decision without getting approval from Israel, from the Zionist Jews. And that's why they, you see why why they're doing now. They see uh, um, Trump. Just recently attacked Syria, and if you look at his tweets back in 2013, he was against Obama attacking Syria. He said it doesn't be, it doesn't make no sense for him to attack Israel, uh, 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 Syria, and Israel is, is is a major role 
in this attack because Israel is the one that's pushing America. They're like the bully in the Middle East because the whole uh, thing is about money. It's about transaction. So that's why they're doing all these things about money. It's not about the people. It's about making money. That's why they over there try to take over that country because Assad is there. Assad don't want to step down because they want to take the oil. And America is there to take the oil with the Saudis. So that's why I got to say about that. You guys can call in and discuss. Welcome. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Mr. Piro is on the line. So, Mr. Piro, introduce yourself to the people. Hi, I'm Sarah Shapiro. What's up, guys? Oh, great, I'm great, great. Atlanta, Georgia. Just doing Atlanta. Ah. <laughs> Southern Peach. Southern Peach. Yes. Yes. Good. Love them. Uh, anyhow, um, what's your take on mindset? What is the mindset we should have? Um, just to survive this society in general well there's two things i want to say about that the first thing is that i feel like people are so busy trying to survive that they can't really thrive in this world there's so many things holding us back from doing what we want to do what we love to do and it's just our our own limiting beliefs so i think to kill those limiting beliefs would really free us from i mean like being bound to them and also I think that whatever you choose to focus on is what will be emphasized in your life. So if your mindset is more towards the positive things and what you can achieve rather than what you don't want and what you, and what you want to stay away from, then uh, your success will be much more guaranteed and much more uh, and come much more easily to you. Mm. Does it take a religion play a major role in that on people's mindset? Because Did I take a religion? That... No, I'd say religion. Religion play a don't you think religion play a major role of people's mindset? I definitely, I definitely think it does, but it's not just religion. I think that no, there's there's a lot of other stuff. I'm just saying primarily uh, religion. For me, for me, for my my take on it, it's just like people cannot change their mindset because they're so religious or they're so political. They don't have a broad spectrum of they they just stuck to one thing. And that's detrimental for somebody's uh, mental health. Totally. So it's like, where is that coming from, right? So why is someone so political? Do they, I mean, there, there's always an answer. So if you keep asking yourself questions and you really want to get to where where it's coming from and like what's holding you back, you just got to keep asking yourself the right questions. If you're not if you're not getting the answers you want, then change up the questions. I mean, it's, I definitely do think though religion does have, uh, does play a role in mindset, Yes. Yeah, because whether you whether you agree or disagree, um, for me, for my take on it, it's just like, because religion, you know, it deals with the spirituality and the mental, you understand? Yes. Because we are a spiritual being by nature, right? Correct? Yes. So when you give yourself to one religion, whether it's Christianity, whether it's Islam, Hindu, Buddhism, whatever religion you, you practice, right? Right. You give yourself to that religion because that religion take a hold on your spirit and your mindset. So there's a lot of things you may not, not be open to because of your religious belief. I think that that become like a kryptonite for most people. That is true. They can't really express themselves to the fullest because they become so religious. Do you think that's what's holding most of the world back, though? Most of the world is not necessarily particularly religious. Like, I don't know if that's... I don't know. I mean, that definitely can be holding some people back. Mm. I don't know. It, it varies from different countries. Uh, uh, it varies from, from my experience. 
I guess I speak to people from different countries, and they all have a different perspective when it comes right, to right. Uh, whether it's a negative uh, perspective or positive. For the most part, some of them have a positive, but on the other hand, some people have some negative aspect. Me, myself included, I have a negative aspect when it comes to religion. I think religion might keep, I have to keep us dumbed down, just like education in some part, and we're not really able to elevate on a on a spiritual level, on a, psycholo- a psychological level. Well, I think it depends how you how you view the religion and how and what kind of like and how it part how it uh, affects your life, right? So anything can happen. Like circumstances can always change, right? And we can told certain things as we're growing up, and you kind of adapt to what you what you believe and what sits right with you and what makes sense to you. And uh, if if there's some things that are contradictory. You got to figure out a way to work through that. It's not. It's not just like okay, that's what it says, so it's done. No, you got to figure out what works for you. Okay, that that sounds correct. But what I'm saying is, um, okay, uh, since we live in America, don't you think American kind of be uh, they a little bit shelter? Um, sometimes it kind of backfire on us because the way we were brought up, that we so sheltered. Well, what does it mean backfired? What do you mean by that? No, because we we don't have a boy's perspective when it comes to world. We don't have a worldly view on things. We have an American view. On so because you because people grew up in America, they have that kind of view. That doesn't mean that they don't have the opportunity and the options to get other perspectives and other views. I mean, we have such a powerful tool at our fingertips. The internet has so many incredible. Yeah, they, that is true. The internet have changed the game now. But I'm just saying, a lot of people I spoke to, they said American people are so sheltered. They only they only see it from an American perspective. They all they don't see it from a worldly perspective. And I think I told them that because the way we were brought up, and most of us don't have the time to really well don't take the time out to really go out there and uh, border our horizon. We're stuck with that same mindset from childhood to adulthood. Well, that's well. I mean, yes, that is true. You are stuck with the same mindset unless you make an active decision to change that, right? Like, I mean, like anything in life, it's going to stay the same until you proactively change it. That is correct. That is correct. Whether you want to work out, <laughs> you want to be a, whatever you want to do in life, you have to make the the, the diligent effort to 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 evolve. Totally. Yes, I do agree. But the thing is, like, the mindset of everybody has a different mindset. I think to me is that you have to be able to learn from other perspective, whether you agree or disagree. Some people, they're just stuck in their ways. They don't want to open up to other other ideas or other perspectives. Totally. I definitely think it's important to appreciate other perspectives, even if you don't agree. It could be going against everything that you believe in, and you say, okay, that's awesome. That's their belief. And I, that's great. It's not necessarily what I believe in. Actually, it can, like, people can use that as their strength. Like, it can make them stronger in what they believe, which it doesn't mean that there has to be an argument or, like, just, I mean, they can disagree, but it doesn't mean that there has to be, like, conflict with that, right? So, two people can appreciate each other's perspectives and can be completely different. Yeah, I agree. But the thing is that when you're talking to somebody, a lot of time they get so emotional, they get caught up in their feelings. They're not thinking critically. They're thinking with their emotions. And you can really convey your message to them because they're so caught up with their emotion. They cannot really grasp what you're trying to say to them. 
because they, they have a one track. Right. Mind. So I mean it depends what the purpose of the conversation is. If the purpose is to convince I'll give you an example. If you talk about politics, people get me emotional. If you talk about religion, they get more emotional. They don't even grasp what you try to say. Even though what you say sometimes might be based on on facts, but they so one track mind, they get so emotional they kinda of, they kinda of blow it up blow it off the so road. So what happens if two people are arguing about politics? So what if they like what happens if they don't agree? Like why like why are they trying to get each other to agree on their own beliefs? Like it's silly. People grow up with certain beliefs, right? So to try to get someone to change your beliefs for for your own benefit makes not so it doesn't make so much sense. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Because me, my thing is like when I'm discussing somebody, when I'm when I'm just like we're having a dialogue right now. There are things we're going to be disagreeing on. There's something we're going to agree on. That's just the the, the way um, the the cook. It's Trump true. Has. We grew up different ways. We just had different upbringings. So of course. Not. But some people they, they don't see that. They just want to argue, and it's, it becomes redundant. If you keep arguing and there's no facts to back what you're saying, if there's a fact and then you cannot prove my, my me wrong, I say there's no need for us to have this dialogue because you you're stuck in your right. ways and. You, Try to open up to what I'm trying to say, but you just try to force your belief on me. But I'm saying I'm telling you that that's not the way to go. But you say no, that, that is the way to go. But you see in, in politics a lot of time you see you watch CNN or whether you watch Fox, you see those um politicians going at it all the time. You're like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's TV. Sense? That's like, and I mean that's kind of entertainment, right? You could view it as a comedy. <laughs> It is comedy because, like, you can take a lot of comedy material if you're a comedian yeah. from watching the debate because a lot of things they don't make no it's sense. What the comedians like, are using nowadays, like, that's that's literally where they're taking their uh, stuff from. That's where they're taking the material because it's like, he's like, did he just make that statement? That is so idiotic. Did he make that statement for real? Did he mean that? Yes, he did. <laughs> I was like, wow, can you rewind that? Yes, exactly. But, you see that on a daily basis, like you watch the nightly news and you see those politicians, yeah. you know, they're having those debates. You're like, what the hell are they talking about? It doesn't make no sense. And they kind of confuse the American public because if you're not up on the what's going, what they're talking about, you're going to get confused. Totally. Yeah. So I definitely do think that um, mindset is a big role in people's success and what they and what they can achieve. I don't think it, you need to convince other people of your mindset. If you're so strong in your beliefs, like good for you. Like that's, that's what, that's what you have. And there's no need to convince other people. You, you can show them through your success. You don't need to convince them of other things. Okay. Since you being a woman, I'm going to ask you this question. I know you heard it before. Uh, being a woman, uh, you seem to be intellectual. So, uh when a woman have a strong mind, right? When she's very intellectual, don't you think people, men in general, feel offended by a woman that that's very strong minded or very intellectual, that can stand on her own? So how you feel that? From uh, how you feel about that being a woman? Well, like, what's my concern there? Like, what that I care what other people think? You're saying? No, you can say that. I'm just saying, like, don't like, don't you feel that a lot of men? Uh, I say weak men feel that way. I don't feel that way. But I'm just saying, um, some men they get offended by that when they see a strong woman with, uh, you know, she know how to maneuver intellectually. Okay, that's that. My response to that is that's their problem. You know, like I, that's <laughs> too bad. I mean, if you can't handle it, walk away, man. <laughs> I don't like. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not changing for anybody. 
I don't like, I just don't care. I stopped caring what people who want to bring me down think. And I honestly use it to my advantage. And I, I just, yeah, I mean, if you can't handle it, walk away. That's my response. Uh, well, yeah, I agree. I agree because um, uh, we had the discussion before. Uh, we were talking about um, this is a different a topic. Was about one night stand from a male's perspective and then for a woman's perspective. But I get two different uh, <laughs> answers from both sides. Yeah, I'm very, I, I think that you got to do what's best for you. And if people have an issue with that, I mean, there's always going to be people having problems with anything that you do, right? There's always going to be people who don't agree, who think it's not right, whatever it is. You can't let that even get in your head. Don't even listen to it for a second because it really can mess with you and you got to be strong with what you believe in. And another thing is, I think that's why some people are so depressed because they try to keep up with the Joneses. They try to impress people that don't give a damn about them, whether it's, you know, your spouse, whether it's, it's a coworker, yeah. whether it's a family member. You know, you feel like you give up your all, but they really don't care because you try to come. Right, people are any backfire on them because now you're not really being transparent you're not being true to yourself you're just being you're being a pretender you're just living up to the you just try to keep up with the drones <laughs> and, and consequently backfire on you because by the end of the day you gotta be yourself like you said you know whether people are gonna like you hey, hey people are gonna hate you that's life right <laughs> You can't please everybody, you know. If you try to please everybody, you're gonna fail. I agree. Got to work on what may, what feels right to you. What what uh what you want out of life, not what other people want you like expect you to want. Okay, so what is what is your uh, perspective on the women movement uh, when it comes to Hollywood and why uh, why um, this uh, uh, allegation against Weinstein, um, the the sexual allegation. So what's your take on that? Sorry, what about what? The the women movement and what? Um, about Hollywood in particular. You know, Hollywood, uh, I'm sure you think women should have more major roles in making decisions in Hollywood? Um, or she did? I mean, I don't, I honestly don't have much insight into that kind of world because I, I stay away from things that don't positively influence my life. So I don't have much perspective on that. I just think that people need to stay strong in what they believe in because, and, and don't change or settle because someone expects you to, or thinks it's right. That's, that's the only thing I really have to say on that. Yeah. I don't have so much of a perspective. Okay. Before you go. So what you think about women running for president again? Um, would you vote for a woman that run for president? Do you think women should be more involved in politics? For me, it doesn't matter. I'm not looking at the at the gender of a person who is running for president. I'm looking at what their beliefs are and what they can do to help the country. I don't really care what gender they are. That doesn't matter to me. Okay. Well, uh, Mr. Shapiro, it's been a pleasure you talking too. to you. Have a nice uh, Yeah, we should do another one yes. next time. Yes, for sure. All right. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Bye. All right, take care.